For Thomas Matters Radio is sponsored by Omega Processing Solutions. Today on the show, we have Mayor of Fort Thomas, Eric Haas, also having his hands into many different businesses in and around Northern Kentucky. So we're going to check in with him, uh, see how our city visioning is going. And he actually had a health scare the other day. We're going to talk to him about that as well. Since 2003, Omega Processing Solutions has been building prosperity one life at a time. Omega has provided electronic payment processing, business-to-business and e-commerce payment solutions, mobile pay, point-of-sale systems, short-term capital funding, and gift card loyalty programs to thousands of businesses across the United States. For Thomas Matters and Living Magazines and Living Media Incorporated are a part of those businesses. It's also A-plus BBB rated and is a member of the organization's leadership circle of companies. Call them today, Omega Processing Solutions, at 866-888-9724. That's 866-888-9724. Back podcasting from Living Media Incorporated today in our palatial studio and conference room right in the heart of Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Today on the show, we've got Eric Haas. Eric is going to take us through the city's visioning today. And there's a comprehensive plan that goes on every, oh, I think five, ten years by ordinance. We'll talk to Eric about that, how that's going. It's been in the process since really December of 2015, but uh, it's getting exciting now. So Eric Haas on the show. So we're streaming live today from Living Media Incorporated in the Highland Building, right next to the City Building, and I'm with Eric Haas today. Mayor Eric Haas. Mayor, how are you? Oh, I'm so much better now. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me here. This is a great space, by the way. Yeah, this it's is really awesome. Dan space. Gorman owns this building, oh, and of course, you you probably you grew up here, so oh, yeah. what do you remember about this building? I remember watching movies. <laughs> it was a theater at the time. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is really great space. Yeah, it's great to be here. I've, as most people know, I had a heart attack, actually cardiac arrest, um, five weeks ago. And if it wasn't for my wife Jan, I wouldn't be here today. And it took me totally by surprise. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at you and you don't look any different to me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 feel, I, I feel a little different. I, the first couple of weeks were pretty bad. Just the, the rehab and just I'm sleeping all the time and, and lots of pain. And I'm finally getting out now, which is great. I saw the doctor in Dayton yesterday um, and I still can't drive for a couple of weeks. And there's still a lot of restrictions, but... Yeah, it was it was crazy. We were up at our lake house up in Jamestown, and all of a sudden, I just evidently I keeled over, and, and Jan thought I was kidding, and she started yelling at me. She started slapping me, and that didn't do any good. So she immediately started doing CPR on me, and she tried to, and I you know I don't remember any of this, but it's crazy. She was she was so into doing CPR, and she grabbed her cell phone and tried to call nine one one, and she couldn't remember the phone number. That's how crazy it was. And she kept dialing 999. And she finally stopped and just said a prayer and said, God, tell me what the number is. And immediately came 911. And she got it. And we're up there. And it's, it's all volunteer uh, EMTs. And we're right on the line between two different townships. And so she called. 
And within 10 minutes, she said our yard was filled with like 10 cars. People just came, these EMTs came from all over the place and they immediately came in and pushed her out of the way and got me on a stretcher and started doing whatever. And there's a nice medical facility up there, just two minutes from our house. Took me there and stabilized me and then they airlifted me. They were gonna try to airlift me down here to the Christ Hospital, but it was when the hurricane, I guess, was coming through, or the remnants of that. And so the weather was too bad, so they took me to a hospital in Dayton. And then they, they got me stabilized there, and I was there for about a week. They, <laughs> I got my open-heart surgery on Friday the 13th. Evidently, there was openings in the, uh, the nobody operating wants, room. Nobody wants to have surgery yeah. on Friday the 13th. <laughs> right. So, uh, so I was there for a whole week, and my kids came up to see me, and I don't remember any of it. From the, I, I don't remember anything about the heart attack until the day after the surgery. From the day after the surgery on, I remember everything. But I, don't, I, I just have bits and pieces of memories of that entire week when I was waiting just to get scheduled to have the surgery. So you keel over. Jan thinks it's a joke. Yeah. She, she saves your life. Yeah. 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 Uh, she's, she's got a background. You know, Jan and Eric own um, Trent Montessori. So I'm sure that that kind of helped in, and it was muscle memory at that point. Oh yeah, I mean she she does they do CPR training every year, and and she in fact she even said she, they they've changed the way you do it now. In fact, it was interesting. We were up at the Lions Club that Friday night, sure. and they had they had all the CPR dummies out there, and so this was the Friday before the Sunday that I had my attack, and I'm I get down on the ground and I start doing it, and I got. Just one of the uh, firemen have, has a picture of me doing CPR on one of these dummies, and I did it right. You know, I was pushing hard enough that it, and Jan did the 10, and then she did the air thing, too, because she needed a break because sure. it was so hard to do this. But she kept yelling at me and said, breathe. She would yell at me to breathe, and every once in a while she said I'd just go, <gasps> and take this big breath. So whatever was happening, she was keeping me going until the AMTs got there. So a little divine intervention. Oh, no question about it. How has your outlook changed from four weeks ago till today? Uh, that I don't know. It, it's weird. I, I'm not a big Facebook user. I posted my first Facebook thing yesterday. Every once in a while, I post them. Chan's on it all the time. I'm absolutely blown away by all the prayers and people thinking about me and cards and and people bringing food. It's just been absolutely overwhelming. And I thought for the first time that that's one thing I never really thought that much about Facebook, how it, it the, the prayer chain that gets out there, people thinking and, and, and praying for you and caring for you. And, and there's no question that, that that's been a vital part. In fact, it was interesting because the EMTs were there and Jan heard back from some of them and they actually want to do have a little get together in January of all the EMTs that came to the house that day, because evidently they don't have a lot of success stories. And this was evidently because of whatever happened to my heart, it went into arrhythmia or deep, I don't know, some kind of shaking. It's just like a one in 10,000. And they were so blown away by the fact that I made it that they want to celebrate, and they called to see if we would celebrate. Said, Heck yeah, I'll celebrate with you. Thank you. You saved, helped save my life. Well, sure. And so, so I'm sure you look at that now and you think, you know, 
Okay, I've got a lot going on. I, I have many business interests. I'm the mayor of a of a sixteen thousand plus city. I don't have time. For, now it's you, you take every opportunity. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It 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 just it's absolutely amazing. And again, the first couple of weeks I was so out of it in in the the rehab kind of I mean, thing. It's still or, new. It's oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it does make you think a lot. And everything I've done since the few things that I've done since then, I look and I say, "Wow, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be doing this." And you've got three kids. Yes. How many grandkids now? Oh my gosh! Oh, let's see. <laughs> Two, four. Is that right? Four. Four. Four grandkids. Four grandkids. I mean, the, what has uh, what have you seen in them? I mean, they've got to just. It's just this myriad of emotion. Oh, it's it, it's it's fun because just the other day, Jan wanted to get me out of the house. One, it's interesting. One of the side effects of having this kind of surgery is depression, and I realized that that did hit me during a couple of times. Sure. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, what's going on? And Jan wanted to get me out of the house, and this was maybe three or four days ago. And I didn't want to go. I didn't feel up to it. I was tired. I was nah. And she called the her kids to find out where they were, and they're. Two of the boys are both building houses on Highland now, and, and they're under construction, and the, the footers had just been laid. So Jan said, Your kids are up looking at the house. You want to go up? I said, sure. So she got me in the car and drove me up there, and all the grandkids were there, and they were like, opa, opa. And, I st- you know, we stood around and looked at the house for a while. It was too muddy to walk around, but just that little bit getting out there, and I thought, you know, I would have missed all this. I would I'm looking forward to watching the whole progress of their houses being built and, and that whole, just that, all of that, and, and being with the kids. And the oldest, Emma, had a little sound machine with her, and I just had a blast with her. And it's kind of like, yeah. Back to normalcy. Yeah. Back to Opa. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and we, we, we joked about this when you walked in. Um, you were on... WCPO yesterday. Yeah. We'll talk about that why, but you had your first sip of beer. Yeah, it was great. That was normal. Hopper House, Dunkel, right? Yeah, and you know what's interesting? That was the one restriction that they didn't They said I could drink, but I don't drink that much to begin with. Right. I drink when I'm at Hopper House because the beer is so dang good. <laughs> and I just didn't really feel like drinking. And I got a call from Hopper House, and, and Tom McKee from Channel 9 wanted to do a story about the. Um, Soccer where they were going to, see, yeah. right, and where they, where they were going to locate, and and so he, I called him and he said, "Hey, could could I meet you at like at three thirty? So we had just been out, and Jan said, "Okay." So she ran me down there and uh, did a quick little interview with him, which was kind of fun. And so I we we joked because you had it in there as a prop, probably. Oh, right? I did. Yeah, I went. I, I the the server came up and I said, "Go to the bar. I want a liter." which just put like two inches in the bottom of the liter so it looks like I'm drinking. And so he came and, I'm, and I took a couple of drinks. And said, Dang, this is good. And I, I, did, my, I did my Facebook my post. Da, what was it, Das? I saw the, the end of the, you were talking in your German accent. Oh, yeah, das ist gut. Beer. Yeah, beer. Yeah, come to Hopper House and have a beer before the game. And, yeah. I, I mean, I think it'd be great if they end up in Newport. I, I don't know the details about it. I mean, I'm sure the Oakley site's a good site too. There's a lot of entertainment, a lot of stuff around there, but I think the, you know, having it on the river across from the other stadiums and just 
as far as the whole region is concerned, I think that's a better location. Oh, sure. And, you know, it was funny, um, Oakley, to go back to your point, their, I guess, city council, whatever it is there, uh, voted nine to one to, to, for, to, to continue over there. And so you had this, um, I guess, little bit of letdown from this side of the river, and they're thinking, yeah, they're going to get it over there in Oakley. But, um, and, and I think a River City News kind of posted that this morning, but then I saw the WCPO thing, and you have, you're on there, you have uh, Jack Moreland from South Bank Partners on there, you have some proprietors that, that have opened up new hotels right across from you and right down the way, right. and I think Jack's uh, point was, you know, why not Newport? Sure, and sure. I think that's kind of what you were talking well, about. Well, yeah, too. and and you know, a lot of a lot of times people are concerned because, well, that's Newport, that's Kentucky. Nobody, the only people who care what side of the river something's on is the politicians and sometimes the media. That's right. Uh, those of us who live here, we don't care. You know, it just doesn't matter what side of the river we're on. We're used to going across. They have things called bridges. <laughs> you can go across the bridge. The neat thing about the location in Newport is it is part of the the basin area of of uh, surrounding the river. And as far as like um, tourist attractions, when people come to the area, they come down to the river. For sure. And if you've got all the stadiums there and all this opportunity and all this entertainment on both sides of the river, it makes a lot of sense. That doesn't mean that it couldn't happen in Oakley, but it's less likely that a tourist coming from another city who's hanging out at at downtown or at the banks or over at Newport on the levee or, of course, at the Hofbrauhaus, House, that they're going to say, oh, let's drive to Oakley, you know. Well, um, it's, it's shovel-ready. It's a huge plot of land, oh, yeah. and that's just you don't find that anywhere right. else. Right. And you're, you're situated on a perfect spot between the, the most populated city in northern Kentucky of Covington. You're right across the 4th Street Bridge. You're right down by Newport on the levee. You have views to downtown Cincinnati. It's Perfect. Well, one of the things that Jack said on that interview that I thought was really good is we're very walkable. And I don't know that Oakley would be as walkable. If I'm going to Sam's and shopping, am I going to leave my car there and walk over to see a soccer game through 27 parking lots where there's not really... Whereas in Newport, you've got... It, it is a walkable place. You park at the levee and then walk over and go to the game and then come back and... And have a business house, y'all. So I, I remember a, a Business Courier article. The, uh, the the writer, the journalist in that actually timed. I forget where the place where they all congregate. But they all congregate in one bar. And it's near Clifton. And they do this march to Nipper, right? And it's okay. like 21 minutes. Okay. So he did that. And he timed that. It was 21 minutes from there. And then he did it from that same bar across the bridge to where Ovation was, it was 22 minutes. Are you kidding it me? It was the same, the same distance. That's awesome. So, That's like, awesome. it again, it goes back to your point. Like, who cares if it's across right. the river? Right. So yeah. it, th that's that's fun to speculate and that's sure. fun to talk sure. about. Um, and this is not, you know, obviously your health is most important, <clears throat> but we have something else that you. I think it was your initiative. We got to do a comprehensive plan every 10 years by ordinance. But I remember in December of 2015 when um, we were in that little centennial room up by uh, uh, council chambers. And it was council. And, of course, it was you that was leading it. Um, there was a few other people in the room. And 
I remember your enthusiasm to start, you know, in earnest, a, a new visioning process for the city. And believe it or not, that was December of 2015. I know. I know. It's a, that's government. You know, I mean, <laughs> truly, that's government. I wanted to just go a lot faster than that. You, you, you know, we did the we did visioning years ago that that ended up with the the, ta- the center of town and Street midway streets, yeah. all that stuff came out of that. And I was so impressed by all the people that got involved. And I thought it, it first hit me as Ron Dill and I, and Ron's doing just an outstanding job. It's so much fun working with him um, about maintaining what we did. You know, we did all this cool stuff. Now we have to maintain it. So part of it started with just the idea that, you know, we've got to look, we've got to look at some of the buildings up in the fort there, you know, we've got some problems with gutters and, and roofs and, you know, things that we have to pay attention to. And, and you look at, at some of the brickwork on the streets and we got some water problems in areas and some other stuff. And it's just like, we have to stay on top of this. Well, that led into saying, what else can we do? What else should we do? So it started with just council and it was like, okay, let's just brainstorm ideas that we've talked about because a lot of times when you go to council meetings it's like we have a set agenda and these are the things we're talking about and this is what we have to do to keep to keep the city running yep and we don't really spend a lot of time with visioning kind of stuff so i wanted to have a meeting around that and we did that and we just brainstormed a whole bunch of stuff and and then it just developed from there and we we just yeah let's bring the comprehensive plan in and Let's look at the rec plan again, because the recreation plan is old now. We've done wonderful things to our parks, but maybe we can do some more. Maybe we can look at it a little bit differently. One of the things that absolutely blows me away is the amount of talent we have in the city of Fort Thomas is unbelievable. And, and the, one, of the, one of my disappointments in, in having this stupid heart attack <laughs> is that I have not been able to attend the meetings that have occurred so far. I went to one, and it was, I don't know, it, it it was a recreation meeting. I wanted to throw out an idea about down in Highland Park, the old sand volleyball courts. Um, and, and I just stopped at the beginning of the meeting and said my piece and left because I was feeling so lousy. But anyway, the amount of talent we have in the city and the ideas that are generated, and some of the stuff will happen, some of it won't, but the idea of getting people involved, uh, that's why the city is so good. It's so, and it's, it's fun to be in those rooms, right? Oh, so oh. you've you got, you know... Council is sometimes sparsely attended. Sure. These events, I mean, there's not a, a seat that you can grab. There's, there's 60, 70 people in this room, and they're all jacked. And oh, yeah. It's all yeah. on a volunteer yeah. basis. They just want yeah. what's good for the city. And Absolutely. it's fun. It's, and it's really fun and contagious to be around that attitude. And the neat part about this, um, yes, it is. It is contagious. It is. People start throwing out ideas off-the-wall ideas that some, and, and David Jose is the one that I love. I, David is an amazing thinker. He is the biggest out-of-box thinker that I, I think I've ever met. And I remember during the last visioning thing, he talked about a, um, a lake in the middle of the city. And, you know, it didn't happen. didn't have to happen. But when, when people start saying stuff like that, everybody else starts saying, wait a minute. If we can think as crazy as having a lake in the middle of the city, maybe we could do some of these crazy sure. things. So I want the lake too, but on the other side from where he had it. But I mean, there the the idea of people just throwing out off the wall ideas, and that generates more ideas. And you know, whatever comes of it, it really doesn't matter. We can figure it out from there. Yeah. And and here we have Jan Haas entering the podcast studio. Jan, do you do you want to say a few things? No, thank you. No. Okay. So um, real quickly. 
the way it's kind of set up, it's there's six different groups. It's led by a council member and a uh, staff member, and then like a, a professional member in, in those regards, and then volunteers. And that and that's different than last time, Mark. That that was one thing that I really wanted to do, is that the last time you know we had a group that kind of led everything. Um, and this time I wanted to make sure that council got involved. And I thought the idea of, and then w with, with our consultants, the concept of a council member, a staff member, and a consultant in charge of each area to make sure things kept running. Sure. And to get council involved more directly rather than just on the outside. So you can go to ftcommunityplan.com and kind of, I mean, it's, it's open, it's transparent, there's notes, there's minutes, there's plans. Um, if you want to get involved, there's resources for you to be able to figure that out. But real quickly, to break down those six groups, it's land use and zoning, transportation and connectivity, parks and open space. That's the one that you had attended. Right. Utilities and city-owned facilities, which is probably the least sexy, and that's the one that I'm on, of course. <laughs> uh, regional partnerships and funding and implementation. So um, I know that's a lot, and it's a really broad process. It's going to eventually get whittled down a little bit with the help of, you know, we've got Chris Manning helping to lead the process, Tom Fernandez, and and Ron, of course, and then you are, are kind of at the forefront of leading this and driving this process. It's exciting. Oh, it's very exciting. And I appreciate what you do, too, getting the word out on all this. And, you know, we, we had, the city had a wonderful time this summer with the whole sesquicentennial. Yeah. I can actually say that word now. <laughs> how many of us in this months. city could figure out how to say sesquicentennial? <laughs> anyway, um, and what you did to help spread the word about that whole thing is absolutely awesome because not many cities this size have such an awesome um yeah. What are you? What, yeah. What, what yeah. You I'm figuring that out. The media, yeah. the, the, yeah. the media the, the, you got the information out about about the sesquicentennial and all the events, and we had a wonderful time. We had a lot time. of events, and, and they were yeah. awesome, well well attended. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 as an excuse, that's one of the reasons why we delayed the whole planning process. Sure. Because so many people were involved in that. It's kind of like we didn't want to have two things going on at one time. Everybody was too focused on getting that going. So now that that's over with, and and uh, we want to get focused back on on this, and anybody can get involved, even if it's just, hey, I've got an idea, and I just want to share it. Just sure. shoot an email to the city. It doesn't matter. F FTCommunityplan.com. That's a city-owned website. All of the information is there. Eric, we're we're happy that you're you're feeling better. I can feel Jan over my uh, over my shoulder <laughs> saying, "Let's wrap this up." Yep. We need, he needs yep. to go rest a little yep. bit. Yep. And uh, so I appreciate you coming on. I'm glad that you're Thanks. you're feeling better and. Uh, We'll, we'll talk soon, I know. All right, great. Thanks, Thanks Eric. Mark. Appreciate it. So that was Mayor Eric Haas, Fort Thomas Mayor. We talked about uh, his recent health scare, his heart attack that he had up near his lake house, his recovery, uh, transitioned over to FC Cincinnati, and how that could affect his uh, business, one of his businesses, Hopper House in Newport, and then uh, the, the visioning plan with the city that uh, we've, we've kind of been undertaking for a while now, but... Um, you can feel the enthusiasm around the community and, and the city. Um, Eric is one of the driving forces of that, and uh, we're all glad that he's happy, and uh, we're, we're all glad that, that he's getting well. So for Eric Hoss, this is Mark Collier for Thomas Matters Radio, once again sponsor, Omega Processing Solutions, located on Alexandria Pike right here in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. <laughs>